Well, hello, and thank you for tuning in to Real Life Talk. This is Christina. So happy to be with you today. Well, oh my goodness, God is such a good God. He is such a miracle worker. Today, my youngest son was in a car accident. He actually fell asleep at the wheel. When he woke, he was facing oncoming traffic. And it was a pretty bad accident. His car was totaled. But thank God he's alive. He said he had some scratches and some bruises and he hit his chest on the steering wheel but um, they examined him said everything was well and that um, if he had any problems at all with his lungs to come back but um, so I just just thank God for that and The other driver is still in the hospital, but it's not fatal. So thanking God for that as well. And, you know, I'm just so grateful to God, you know, for his goodness. Just thank God how he watches over us, how he watches over our children, how he watches over our families. Just thanking God for his protection. You know, as I look over my life, you know, there's, I'm telling you, I know we all have testimonies. We all have testimonies of God's miraculous power in our lives. And I just want to encourage you today because, you know, even though you know, some we all have experienced God's miraculous power. You know, there are times in our lives when we can go through so much, so many tests, so many trials. It, you know, sometimes it can be so overwhelming. It can seem like one thing is coming after another, after another, after another. And so I just want to encourage you today and say, Just like God was there before, He is there now. The Word of God, He says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. God is there. God is with you. And God cares about every single thing that you're going through. Every single thing that you would ever face, God cares. God knows even about your finances. You know, some of you may be not feeling like you're living paycheck to paycheck, but actually living from paycheck to paycheck. And I just want you to know, God cares about that. He cares about every single thing that concerns you. But you know what? We have to get in a place where we really trust God at his word that we trust God at his word regardless of whatever the situation is it's just like you know for those of you that are parents if someone was to come up to you and tell you that your child wasn't yours 
you know, they would just come to you and be like, this is not your child. And you know this is your child. You've given birth to this child. You've raised this child, fed this child, dressed this child. You take care of this child every day and someone comes up to you and says, this is your child. Well, there is no way that, you know what I'm saying, you will be moved. You will be deterred. There, there is no way. You, you wouldn't even be shaken because you know that is your child. Well, guess what? I'm going to reverse it. You are a child of God. And so regardless of life and the things that come your way, you have to remind yourself that you are a child of God. And if we as humans, we down here on this earth want good things for our children and take care of our children, what more would your heavenly father do for you? I mean, we have to really realize, we it's time for us to recognize really who we are, not just to say it out of our mouths, but really believe it in our hearts. Believe it. Receive it. Stand on it. Speak it. Walk in it. We are children of God. And if we really, really, really just take the time, just really take the time to really ponder on that, to really meditate on that, and really, really, really get an understanding, get a revelation of who we really are. As people say, you know, how stuff roll off like a, a water on a duck's back. Things would just roll off of us. They wouldn't even be able to affect us. Because you know what? Even Jesus, the Son of God, was tested. He was tempted in every measure. He was tested. He was tried. And so, if if God's only Son went through those things on earth, we are not exempt. We're not exempt. But guess what? <laughs> Just as Jesus is the Son of God, we are the children of God. And so, things are going to happen in life. They're going to happen. Things are going to come. Things are going to take us by surprise. Things are going to catch us off guard. But guess what? We got to stand. We got to be unmovable. We got to keep our eyes on God. Because when we take our eyes off of God, guess what? When you take your eyes off of God, it, it, it ain't even a win-win situation. It's, it, it becomes a hopeless situation. And that's where the frustration comes in, the irritation, 
the burdens, the heaviness. Those things come in when we take our eyes off of God. Because guess what? We're limited. Our abilities are limited. But God is limitless. There is nothing too hard for God. There is nothing too big for God. There is nothing nothing impossible with God. So it's only when we try to take matters in our own hands. When when we become overwhelmed. And so I just want to encourage you and tell you. God has not forgotten you. God is with you. And I say this. I don't say this for you to. um, This is not like a. A thing where I'm trying to um, pacify you or, you know, comfort your wounds. No, this is nothing about, you know, like somebody walking around with their head hung down and you feeling sorry for them. I don't feel sorry for you. There's no need. You are a child of God. So I'm I'm not saying this in a way to, oh, baby, it's going to be all right. No. <laughs> you need to lift up your head high. And you need to rejoice in the Lord. You need to wipe your face, dry your eyes. Stand up, get up. And know that God is with you and it's not over. I don't care what's going on in your life. It is not over. Hold your head up. Trust God in whatever it is. I tell you, I got things going on myself. There is a shift going on in my life right now. There is a shift going on. And if if I would tend to look at my situation or should I say keep my eyes on my situation because I have looked at it and I have tried to within my own mind rationalize try to figure it out but then I had to you know just say to myself like you know God's got this thing you know and I'm I'm getting ready to do a, a, a shift in as far as my career and my desire is not to do an eight to five or nine to five. I haven't I haven't done that in two going on three years. So it's not my desire to go back um into that type of field. My desire is to do what I'm doing now is to spread hope, spread joy. And, you know, publish my books. And sometimes, you know, when we as humans, we feel like our backs are against the wall. We start grabbing for the first thing available. You know, we'll get on the Internet and start looking for jobs. And, you know, we'll take anything because our mindset tells us 
Well, for right now, I got to do whatever I got to do to make it. And so right there, when you say that I got to do what I got to do to make it, you already you already have eliminated God from the picture because you're saying I got to do what I got to do. And when we say that, we always say it like it's going to be a temporary thing until I find something else. And it's like, why can't you do something that you enjoy doing? Why can't we trust God to find something that we enjoy doing instead of finding something you know, like a temporary fix. And I, hey, I, I've done that in the past. I have. I, I, I've done it. And then you end up miserable because you are doing something that you never wanted to do. You're just pretty much compromising. You're settling. And so we have to get to a place. It just reminds me of like the royal family. You got uh, Prince Harry and Prince Charles. Now their dad is the king. And so because their dad is the king, then the same, the things that belong to the dad belong to them because they're the princes, they're his sons, they're his children. And so they don't have to settle. They don't have to go to their dad begging. They, they know who they are. They know their rights. And so that's how we should be. My God, we, we, we serve the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And so if you serve the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, we should not come before our Heavenly Father with that cup, that beggar's cup. You know how you see beggars out on the street and in the Bible days they used to have their little cups. We we don't... We got to get out of that mentality of having that beggar's cup. If I am royalty, my father is royalty, I am royalty. Why do I need to have a cup in my hand Begging. If I have a cup in my hand begging, that means I really don't know who I am. I really don't know my identity. Because if I knew my identity, I wouldn't need to walk around with a cup. I wouldn't need to walk around with a bowl. I wouldn't need to walk around with a pot. I wouldn't need to walk around with a bag. I don't, I don't need to walk around with anything. All I need to, to walk in is humility, of course. You know, I'm humbled that this is my father and I've been privileged with the life of royalty. But I'm going to walk around and I'm going to hold my head up. And I'm going to walk in with God. You know, my father has given me. I'm not, I'm not going to... You know, my my father owns a cattle upon a thousand hills and I'm not going to be going somewhere and p- picking up something for a couple of pennies that's, that's worthless and I'm knowing it's not going to last. 
No. You know, people that are royalty have a totally different mindset. And it has nothing to do with pride. It has nothing to do with arrogance. None of that. You don't have to walk in that because you, you just are who you are. And so... That's where us, you know, getting in the word, finding out who our Heavenly Father is, who, you know, His Son Jesus, who died on the cross for our sins, finding out about the Holy Spirit, Spirit of God that abides on the inside of us and how we we have been given power and authority to walk on this earth. And so we 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 live beneath our means and you know why we live beneath our means it's because of our perception of how we see ourselves because there is no way that a person that sees themselves as royalty there is no way that they will be walking around with a beggar's cup in their hand going to their father begging And so God loves you. It's time to believe. It's time to have faith. It's time to know your identity. I only can be. I can only be who I see myself to be. I can't do any more than how I see myself. That's that's as far as I'm going to go. It's how I see myself. My standard of living is only going to go as far as I see myself. That's it. And so, it's it's not of me. It's not of my goodness. It's nothing about me. But it is Christ who lives in me. It is because who my Heavenly Father is that I'm only that I'm able to see who I am. And it's because of who He made me to be, who He has created me to be. Nothing more and nothing less. And so even though I'm going through this transition in my life, and my humanness, my human side, wants to say to me, you know, get this type of job, do this, do that, do that. So you can have some money to pay bills. My spiritual side is like, I'm going to trust God by faith. I'm going to, you know, if I apply for a job, it's going to be something that I want to do it. I'm not going to settle. I'm not going to end up doing something that I'm going to regret. And I, and I got to hold fast to that. I got to hold fast to that. I got to stand on that. I got to believe that because if not, I will end up giving in to the very thing that I said I wasn't going to do. And then I'll be miserable and be complaining and that is not God's plan. See, we got to stop 
We limit ourselves by the way we see ourselves. We limit ourselves by the way we think. We perish for the lack of knowledge. And so, I just want you to see yourself as God sees you. The Bible says all things are possible to those that believe. God has created greatness on the inside of us. We have greatness on the inside of us. And so many of us are so locked up and we're so locked in and we're so shelled. We're in a shell. We're in a bubble. We're confined. We're closed in. And we're like that tiger in that cage walking around prowling, looking, trying to, you know, see how to get out. But we're trapped. And so that's how some of us are. We're trapped in our mind. The problem is our mind. We're, we're talking about it's our finances and it's this, it's that person. No, it's your perception. It's the way you're viewing the situation. It's the way you see yourself. It's the way you view your life. I remember years ago, the Lord spoke to me. He said, you create your world by your words. So even what you speak concerning your life, even the way you speak concerning the situation you're in right now, you are creating your world. So it's time to reverse the words that you are speaking. It's time to speak life. It's time to speak life. It's time to speak those things that be not as though they are. It's time to speak because your words are seeds. Your words are seeds. And it's time to speak a life over your situation. Some of us, we've been through so much. We, we only thing we expect is, 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 um, hardship. Uh, Some of us, we've been through so much. uh, We're waiting for the next test. We're waiting on the next trial. We're waiting on something to happen. You know that saying how some people say, if it ain't one thing, it's another. If it ain't one thing, it's two things. And it's like you are speaking those things over your life. If I didn't have bad luck, I wouldn't have no luck at all. I take two, one step forward, then I have to take two steps back. All this, you are creating your world by your words. You are creating your world by your words. So it's time to be free. The Bible says, who the Son set free is free indeed. When the Lord sets us free, we're free. We don't have to keep going back, getting freed again, going back, getting freed again, going back, getting freed again. When he did it, it was finished. 
And so it's all about us coming in agreement and believing it's already done. Everything he did on the cross, it is already done. He doesn't have to do it over again. It's not going to be a rewind and play. It's already done. It is finished. Receive what the Lord has already done in your life. And run. Run with the vision. Trust God. Stand fast. Know that He's with you. Know that you're not going to fail. Know that His plans for you are good and not evil. That He has a hope, future, and an expected end for you. I know how it looks. I, I, you know, but you know what? The perception. Don't let what you see with your natural eyes stop you from what God has for you. Because you know what? What you're seeing with your natural eyes, the things on this earth are temporal. See, we got to hold fast to the things that God has said in this word. We got to hold fast to the word of God. We got to stand fast. We got to be unmovable. It's all about our perception. It's all about how we see ourselves. And it's not, you know, how we try to convince ourselves. Because when we try to convince ourselves that, 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 you know, it lasts for a little while. We be on that drive and we be rising high. But that only lasts so long. But when you put your hope, your anchor in Jesus. I'm telling you. You will be able to overcome every situation, every circumstance. Cause, because it's a win-win. We win. It's a win-win situation with God on our side. Just because we go through things in life. Some people think that means that they lose. You know, some people be like, what did I do wrong? What happened to me? God, what, what did I do? I'm sorry. You didn't do anything. And you got to quit, you know, measuring yourself by how your life is going. That that has nothing that has nothing to do with who you are. You you're who you are because of God, who God says you are. Quit measuring yourself by what you have and where your life is and your tests and trials and your ups and your downs. You are a child of God. And nothing changes that. You're a child of God. And so if you haven't accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, if you haven't asked Jesus to come into your heart, accept him. Ask him to come into your heart to save you, to heal you, to deliver you. Accept Jesus in your life. Surrender your life. I'm telling you. 
that will be the best decision that you have ever made. And, I, and I'm a witness and I know people have their different beliefs, but I know it's real. I, I, was, I didn't grow up in um, a religious setting. You know, my mother would talk to me about the Lord when I was little, when she would sing songs to me and things like that. But we never really went to church except on Easter, you know, holidays. And, and you know, when I became adult, an adult, I moved to Germany. And I had an encounter with the Lord that changed my life, I felt, I felt the Lord's presence touch me. I felt it. I had never in my life experienced that. And when I experienced that, nobody had to, to ask me to put this away or do that or nothing. It, my life was changed. It was changed. No individual came and gave me a rule of instructions and this, that, nothing. My life was changed. The way I saw things, were, you know, it was just different. My life was different. And so I know it's real. I know it is. I had such a joy and I still have joy. I mean, we all, we go through things and that's the thing. We got to quit putting our uh, testing trials and things on the on the scale quit measuring it and 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 then a lot of times we just rehearse and rehearse and you know one thing after another what we done went through over and over and over and over and over let us learn to boast in the lord what the lord has done over and over and over and over and over again but i'm telling you it was the best, best thing that's ever happened in my life. Ever happened. And so I just want to encourage you and just again say God is with you. God has a plan. Hope again. Don't you throw in the towel. Call unto God. Trust him. Know who you are. Get in the Bible. Read the Bible. The Word of God. As I said, if you're not familiar with the Bible, go to Google. Go to Google. And whatever it is that you're going through, you know, fear, doubt, worrying, whatever. Go to the go to Google and, and look it up on the Bible. But, but one of the things that's really good, too, is to have confessions, you know, where you can constantly speak life over yourself, where you can speak life over your circumstances, you know, speak life. I am healed. I am blessed. I am whole. I am prosperous. You know, you need to speak life. Speak life over yourself. Speak life over your situation. So, you know, that's that's what I want to share with you. And my prayer is that you just hold on to this word and be encouraged. 
And I'm praying in the name of Jesus, Father, that the blinders be removed from their eyes and their hearts. Lord, that they will begin to see themselves as you see them. God, they will begin to speak as royal people, a royal priesthood, a chosen generation, that they will speak life and not death. And God, that they will trust you, that they won't lean to their own understanding, but in all their ways, they will acknowledge you. And I know that you shall direct their path. God, I thank you, Lord God, that all things are working together for their good. In the name of Jesus, that you're turning those things around, God. You're turning it around and it's turning around because their perception of their situation, their perception of who they are and their perception of you has changed. Once they know who you are, then their perception of how they see themselves will change. So God, I just thank you for what you're doing in and through them, God. And I just thank you, God, for the testimonies that will come for Father. I come against stress, worry, and fear. I command it to go in the name of Jesus. And so, Lord, I even speak healing to their bodies. God, I come against back problems in the name of Jesus. We curse it to the roots right now in the name of Jesus. Back problems, cataracts, we curse it in the name of Jesus to its root. And I just speak divine healing to your body in the name of Jesus. Sinus problems. Lord, I just thank you for healing them, God. Opening up their sinuses, God. In the name of Jesus, Lord, thank you for them being able to breathe in Jesus' name. God, just thank you, Lord, for them receiving whatever it is they're, they're needing healing for today. Thank you, Lord, that they're receiving it because it has already been done on the cross. And so, Lord, I give you the praise, the glory, and the honor. And it's in your son Jesus' name that I pray. Amen and amen. And so thank you, thank you, thank you so much for tuning in. Please feel free to pass these podcast messages out because there are others that need hope and God's word is free. And also, you know, this is coming up on Christmas. Again, I have my children's devotional, A Chosen Generation, on Amazon.com. A Chosen Generation by Christina R. Bailey. And I know your children and grandchildren and so on will be blessed. So thank you again and God bless you. And you have a great day. Bye-bye.